Punch Stevenson Show, punchstevenson.com, episode 56, Monday, December 18th, 2006. Do you remember in episode 47, I had mentioned they were coming out with a Transformers the Movie remastered 20th anniversary DVD? Yeah. Well, it's out, and I bought it, and it's two discs. One disc is full screen, which... The movie was originally shot in full screen, so you're getting the whole entire picture. Okay. And they spruced up the colors and adjusted everything and made it real clear. It looks really nice. And the the other disc is a fake widescreen. It's it's a matted widescreen where they chop off the top and bottom. Yeah. Which is, to me, it's stupid, but people wanted it. Why, I don't know. <laughs> but That's what they were selling with the Star Wars doesn't make any sense to me, but there's some really good extras. There's a commentary. There's actually two commentaries. One commentary is with the director, who's Korean. One of the voice actors and one of the story guys, story editors or something. Um, it's, it, you know, it's good. It's informative. And then the other commentary is a fan commentary. Uh-oh. With four guys, one British guy and three other guys, babbling and arguing with each other the whole time. Oh, God. About little tiny microscopic things that nobody cares about. And in this scene here, we see Megatron, but the color of his leg is a little bit lighter than it was in the last scene. No, that's because he's standing next to a light. No, that's because the artist made... No, that's because... Oh, shut up. You don't know what you're... No, okay. In this scene, I'm like, oh my... This is a mess, this commentary. How come they made Galvatron look different than the toy? Well, that's because the toy was originally... I'm like, oh my God. I look, I like the Transformers. I, I like to watch the old cartoons and everything, but these guys are. That's ridiculous. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. Haven't done this in a little while. Celebrity deaths? Oh, no. Ed Bradley, yes, is dead. Uh, he died November ninth, two thousand six. He was sixty five years old, journalist. He um, was on sixty minutes with me, Mike Wallace. He died of cancer, and he was born June twenty second, nineteen forty one. I think he was the youngest guy on that show. Yeah, probably. And we have uh, died November 10th, 2006, Jack Palance. Yes. Who we had mentioned a few times on the show. Do you think we jinxed him? I don't know. It could be. Ah. Confidence is very sexy. Don't you think? It's (laughs) me, Jack Palance. Back from the dead. <laughs> Actually, we had talked about him a couple times. The first time was episode six, eh. which was also the very first episode that we had talked about deadoraliveinfo.com. Ah, yes. 
Because we thought he was dead then, but he wasn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, he was a movie star. He was in City Slickers. And he performed one-armed push-ups while accepting yes. his Oscar award for City Slickers. Mm. At the time, he was age 73. Yes. And then <laughs> I he, didn't know that. <laughs> then he hosted the Academy Awards like the next year and just kept doing the push-up. <laughs> well, he was born February 18th, 1919. Wow. He was 87 years old. Dead. I have one, too. Joseph Ungaro. <clears throat> he died November 12th. Uh, was, uh, he was uh, 76. He's a journalist most famous for the question, which forced Richard Nixon at the time to give the phrase, I welcome this kind of examination because people have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I am not a crook. Wow. So, other than that, I don't know anything about him, just the, the Nixon thing. Well, and one more died November 20th, 2006, age 81, Robert Altman. Yes. Director of MASH. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And he was born February 20th, 1925. Actually, one more, uh, Mick Jagger's father. I guess no, <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> what do you want to say? Mick Jagger's father. Well, who's that? <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? Of course, the other news... Uh, as you know, Kevin Federline and Britney Spears, yeah. as far as I know, are getting a divorce. Yes. Officially. America's most hated. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Federline. Right? It's official. They're, they're officially getting divorced. Yeah. This idiot had the nerve to sue for the custody of his kids. Who's he getting? He can't even write. <laughs> no, but does Britney Spears even make music anymore? No. She doesn't do anything. Yeah, but she'll get rid of him, and she'll go back to what she was doing before, which is make terrible music. <laughs> uh, oh, that's what he does now. Oh, God. I wouldn't even insult uh, the rap, which I don't <laughs> like in the first place, to say that his is, his music is, you know, whatever he's doing is music. Yeah. No. But the funny thing is, he's not going to get anything from her. Whatever. Actually, I saw him recently on the WWE. Kevin Federline? Yeah, this is, this is why. <laughs> why? You know, I... Wait, he's trying to be a wrestler now? Well, isn't that what everybody does when they have no career and everybody hates them? <laughs> they show up in wrestling. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I know. That's true. And, um... You know, again, I'm not a fan of the WWE, WWF, as it was known. I was a WCW guy back in the 90s. When actually, when they had celebrities, it was actually funny. Like, they had uh, Hogan, Hulk Hogan and Dennis Rodman teamed up against, at first, it was Jay Leno and Diamond Dallas Page. 
No. Yes. Jay Leno. Oh, God. He was so bad, though. Jay Leno, professional wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. They did it at a pay-per-view. People paid for that? Well, that wasn't the only match. But then, eventually... Jay Leno? What was he doing there? (laughs) I don't know. Somehow he got in on this. When was this? Oh, this is back at, like, 98, 97. But what I was going to say was... Uh, WWE, whatever it is, Vince McMahon, I just, they're, they use this same formula every time. It's the same matches. It's, yeah. it's just annoying to watch. And I happened to flip on a couple of weeks ago, and there is a replay of a pay-per-view where at the end of a match, Kevin Federline runs in from the crowd, goes into the ring, and starts beating the heck out of a guy with a chair or something. <laughs> and the uh, announcer is screaming. You know, of course, the announcer's job in wrestling is to, like, put over the, you know, the, the wrestlers to make it seem real. Like, oh, this guy is really fighting this guy. And yeah. So this guy, this announcer, was trying to put over the fact that Kevin Federline had come into the ring and was beating up a, you know, a well-built, muscular guy. <laughs> Several of them, in fact. <laughs> At the same time. And he's trying to put over the fact that Kevin Federline is this horrible, devious bad guy. Like, he's this criminal. <laughs> it's like, he comes in there and starts fighting, and then he does all of his stupid signals, and he's making his, doing his rap thing, and of course he's dressed like an idiot. <laughs> And he runs out, and he's, like, posing, and, and oh, God. And, and this announcer's screaming, Can you believe this K-Fed, this rancid individual, this this America's most hated Kevin Federline K-Fed is destroying the competitors in the ring? I can't believe it. Somebody's got to stop this man, this sicko. He's sick. He's crazy. He's murdering. Somebody's got to stop him. He's out of control. He's a twerp. I know. <laughs> He's not tough. He has no reputation. Come on. <laughs> Kevin Federer. <laughs> Can you imagine like the the, Wait, the, who, the, who? the match promos the next week when he's got to get in the match? Yo, yo, man. <laughs> Popo Zao, what you going to do when Popo Zao runs yeah. wild on you, yeah. man? Oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm America's most hated. I'm going to shake my butt in your face. I read that supposedly, you know how George Lucas is known for, obviously, the Star Wars movies, but some other movies, too, where very big, high-budget, uh, fancy productions, special mm. effects. Yeah, that turn that. out to be garbage, and then he takes his his name off the movie as if he has nothing to do with it. <laughs> what, like Howard, Howard the Duck? The Duck. <laughs> so now, supposedly, George Lucas is through making big-budget, big-production movies. He just wants to do low-budget movies and TV shows from now on. 
Yeah, whatever. Supposedly, yeah. <laughs> so that and well, supposedly Christopher Walken and Val Kilmer have roles in the upcoming movie about the band Motley Crue. What? Christopher Walken. What? There's a movie about Motley Crue. Yes. Christopher Walken will be playing Ozzy Osbourne. What? And Val Kilmer will be playing David Lee Roth. Nah! <laughs> oh, man. Could you... Christopher Walken as Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> Sharon, somebody has to come pick up the dog do on the floor. <laughs> Sharon. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. And it's coming out in uh, 2008. It's due out in 2008. It's called The Dirt. The story of how Motley Crue came to be one of the most notorious rock and roll groups in history. Uh, They stunk. (laughs) Yeah. And for Halloween, I don't know if you caught this. For Halloween, Bill Maher... Uh, dressed up as Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. Yeah. Who died. Yeah. Back in September. So Bill Maher dressed up as Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, for Halloween. Except he put a little twist on it. He, you know, he was wearing all the beige fatigues and all that. But he had a bloody stinger sticking out of his chest. Right, so everybody was bashing him and criticizing him, and he said, Everybody knows that the only reason an animal kills you is if you're doing something wrong to it. That's true. Who's more insane, George Lucas or Vince McMahon? Well, I mean, Vince McMahon, that's his business. To be in, to be psychotically insane? Yes. <laughs> the more, the more, like, crazy that he can make things, he assumes that more people are going to watch. Or George Lucas is just nuts. And, okay, well then, who's more insane? George Lucas fans or... WWE, WWF fans. Oh, boy. <laughs> I would say the wrestling fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they are completely out of their minds. And you know, we knew some of these people that, like, because you were, I don't even remember, but um, the Monday Night Raw program for the WWE, WWF, now it, you know, travels all around the country. But in the early mid 90s, when they first started that, it was taped. Live, I think it was live. I don't remember. It was taped that day over in New York at the, uh, it was, what was it? It was like the Hut, it was like the Manhattan Center or something. It was like, um, a, a small, like, you know, ballroom that had like some seats in it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it wasn't that big. And they recorded it there. And I knew some people that went every week. Wow. I mean, every week it was just ridiculous. <laughs> That's when I've I never based... even been to the uh, WWF restaurant. Oh, that's in New York City too. 
Well, when I was in, uh, I was out in Las Vegas back in the late 90s there, and they had a WCW restaurant. It went out of business after about a year, but it was pretty bad. WCW. No, they have uh, WWE, I guess it's called now. Yeah. Uh, WWE restaurant. It's in Times Square. It's on uh, Broadway between 43rd Street and 44th Street. Right. I mean, there's people that are just the same with Star Wars. I mean, this is like they are like addicted to this. They it's like their whole life. They are just overboard. And you know, a lot of people they the, the thing that people make fun of. They say, "Well, Star Trek, all these Trek, these Trekkies, these dorks." You know, the fact is, if you look at a Star Trek fans, except for a very very small amount of people. For the most part, they're pre- fairly intelligent about the show. They understand what the show is about. It's not, you know, it's a show about humanity and this and that. And there's, you know, it's a fiction, but it's still, it's what you would call, I guess, even a serious fiction. Yeah. It's not professional wrestlers <laughs> who scream and yell and point at their crotch. Exactly. Or like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Or Star Wars, <laughs> which is a completely fictitious, you know, story about ridiculous things and s- crazy looking aliens and, you know, bad puppets. <laughs> and, and, and the people just are just wrapped up in it. And it's crazy. And, and here's the problem with them on both sides. If you look at Star Trek, Star Trek right now is kind of in, a, in not doing that good. But almost all real Star Trek fans are angry about it, about the direction that it's gone in. There's tons of Star Wars fans who just will not admit that the last three movies that Lucas did recently were terrible. (laughs) They were disgraceful. And they, they still love him and they love the movies and they buy all the junk and in the same token, the wrestling, you know, the, the WWF, yes, it, it was very edgy. And it was cool and all that. But for the last three or four years, it has been absurd. And yet all these diehard people just will not admit it. Anyway. Well, you had mentioned Star Trek. Uh, and I think like way back last year, I think it was, it was either episode nine or episode four. Or something like that. We had we were talking about George Takei. Yes. He told everyone he's gay now. Yes. Takei is gay. Yes. Well, I don't know if you heard about this, but Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, Doogie. Doogie Hauser. And he's in that show now, How I Met Your Mother. He plays yeah. Barney. He's really funny in that show. Yeah. Uh he is gay. Yes. Doogie he is, is funny. That's you know, it's, it's another show that is never on TV anymore. And you, did they even have DVDs of that? I haven't seen any. Mm. And the other thing I read was that. Recently, Daniel Baldwin. Mm. Yeah, he's in some hot water there. Yeah, he had stolen a car. 
Why? I don't know. But he had stolen a car. He said he borrowed it. And was caught driving it at 80 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, without a driver's license. Ah. So he broke the law three times at once. Mm. Why? What is wrong with this guy? Uh, yeah, he's a mess. He's a mess. Come on. I don't understand. Baldwin. Uh, <clears throat> real quick, we have a celebrity, uh, or whatever, a uh, uh, competitive eating story. Uh, I don't think this has anything to do with the International Federation of Eating, whatever-ish. That's okay. Um, but Sonia Thomas was involved in this. Uh, Patrick Bertoletti, uh, in New York on Thanksgiving, a 21-year-old culinary student from Chicago... Uh, won the annual turkey eating contest at Artie's Deli. Nice. Somewhere in New York. He ate 4.8 pounds of bird. There wow. was eight contestants in the competition. They had 12 minutes to eat as much of a 12-pound turkey as they could manage. And apparently the uh, defending turkey eating champion, Sonia Thomas, known as the Black Widow, got her mouth too full of turkey to swallow as the contest moved into home stretch, she was disqualified. Yeah, it got stuck in her mouth, right? She had to pull it out. I don't know. She's eating Why, too. Why, you there? No, it says. Oh, okay. SoniaTheBlackWidow.com. Ah, okay. Oh, you know, this This reminds me. I was watching the NASCAR race today, and they had the pre-race show, and guess who was all there in his full UPS driver's uniform? Jason Priestley? No. No, they threw him out. Trust uh, me. Dr. Phil. What? Yeah. UPS? Yeah, he was there. He wasn't driving in the race, thank God. Why was he dressed as a UPS guy? I, there was some kind of cross-promotion, uh, I don't know. You UPS do not car. use FedEx yeah. to deliver your package. So, uh, Dr. Phil, they were interviewing him, and they were talking, they were like goofing on this guy that this is like a guy, he's kind of retired now, but when this guy was a driver, he's one of the announcers, he would always like crash people, and if they crashed him, he would say, I'll never forget, and he'd <laughs> get them back later in the year and crash them out. And so they asked, like, Dr. Phil, like, what do you have to say to this guy? Or, you know, you're Mr. You know, Anger Management and this and that. So Dr. Phil starts screaming, I think it's great what you do. If somebody crashes you on a racetrack, you have to come back there and spin them out and crash them in the wall, uh, too. That's called revenge. <laughs> revenge is good. Who is taking this man seriously? No one. No one. Dr. Phil. You can't. The man has no credibility whatsoever. I mean, he's he appears in the scary movie. Yeah, cutting off his own foot. Yeah, he cuts off his leg and he goes. Shaquille is like, oh no 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 no. Of course, you can't understand what the guy's saying. No no. He's like he's sawing he's sawing he's sawing. He stands up, holding his own foot. Look, I did it. I cut off my foot. We're free. <laughs> I'm singing, I'm in a store and I'm singing, oh 